Ayop Midok, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayop Midok means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short. Let's crack on. Uh, Righty-ho, dear listener. Today I am I'm doing a little reading from a book that I wrote with my uh, my mates and work colleagues, uh, Pooley and Sanj, who are extraordinary, by the way. They added so much value to a book called How to Be a Wellbeing. So we wrote it sort of just pre-pandemic, and then it sort of came out just pre-pandemic. And it's, I don't know if I upset the guys when every time I talk about the book, I say it isn't a life-changing book. It isn't like an earth-shattering new information book. But How to Wellbeing is a beautiful, sort of nicely crafted, semi-humorous, take on 22 rules that if you live them it might not change your life it'll get your life back to where it already should be all right now there's lots of rule there's 22 rules in the book i'm just going to read you and i'm reading off my laptop i'm not sure these won't be exactly the same words as in the book because this was before um this is when we were editing it but this i'm, I'm reading you uh, how to break up with your smartphone right which which was originally rule number 18 in a rule of 22 a book of 22 rules. Now it's uh, it's prompted by me reading a thing in The Economist this week about how many times people check their phones and this is The Economist so I'm assuming it's true data. So yeah people are, are checking their phones 150 times. A normal user will check their smartphone 150 times. Super users, people called super users who will be checking their smartphone 350 times a day and according to this survey, 10% of people check their phones during sex. Now that, that's an addiction, folks. That's not normal behaviour. That is a, that is a, well, it doesn't say much about your sex life, to be fair. Anyway, what I, so I also wrote in a, in a subsequent book about what I call Techno Friday. So I'm trying to, I'm not a Luddite. So I welcome technology in my life. And I love that, that technology helps me do things. But I don't want it encroaching too much so I'm trying to kind of keep the tide back a little so my techno Friday is on Fridays I've committed to trying to be minimum tech no tech if I can so no looking at my phone no on my laptop sometimes I'm working so I have to use it but even on those days it's minimal tech for me and I tell you what since I've been doing it for a year now I feel like I've clawed about well 14% of my life has been clawed back because I'm standing against the tide of technology and then of course I go into the weekend so so techno Friday is I feel like I've got a long weekend because then weekends I'm tech light anyway anyway that's that's me you can do what you want folks I'm not suggesting you have to give up your mobile phone and your Netflix accounts of course not they help you in life but here's rule number 18 and it's called your smartphone is making you stupid essentially it is how to break up with your smartphone and we wrote it in the form of um, here's me writing a breakup letter to my smartphone. Have a listen. I think it's pretty cool. Dear smartphone, please excuse my clumsy language. This has been such a hard letter to write. It's safe to say that we've been through thick, thin and everything in between. You need to understand that I love you. I always have and I always will. You're my Swiss army knife of communication. 
but after being together for more than 20 years, I'm going to have to walk away. But wowza, what adventures we've had. Remember when we met all those years ago? You went by your maiden name, Nokia. There was nothing smart about you back then. Not even a camera or touchscreen. But you were gorgeous with your clunky buttons and your tiny green and black screen. We made some actual phone calls and we played snakes together. They were such joyous times. Way before social media and two-year contracts, you'd sit alongside my camera, Cody, because I needed you both. Imagine needing a camera and a phone. Anyway, somehow, over the last ten years, something's not felt right. You've changed. Right, well, your size has been all over, over the place for starters. You started big, then you went tiny, then went through a flip phase. Now you've ballooned again. Must be all that all-you-can-eat data. Binging is not good for you. And your screen is massive, and of course, you've glammed up, all swanky, full-colour and swipey and all those apps. Our relationship, you see, has become a bit complicated. You've become complicated. Plus, you never leave me alone. All those reminders, emails, notifications, WhatsApp groups. And your constant buzzing, even in the middle of the night. These last few years, you've become a bit needy. But the worst bit is that as you've changed, you've changed me. And not, I might add, for the better. You bring out the worst in me. In fact, and please keep this to yourself, I'm not sure I even like me anymore. Cut into the chase. There's only so long that I can stay in an abusive relationship. Yes, we've had good times. I'm not denying that all your that your camera roll has some corkers on it. And we've done some epic selfies. But my relationship with you has been so full on that I've neglected the important people in my life. I sit in the same room as them, but I'm not with them. I'm with you. Scrolling, swiping, double thumbing, liking, poking, commenting, checking, following. And when I'm with you, I'm absent from them. And that's not right or fair. And it's not just at home, when I'm at the cinema, I'm with you, scrolling during the slow bits. I'm with you in traffic jams, checking if there's a quicker route. We're even together in the toilet. Yeah, I've dropped you in twice. Sorry about that. The final straw was that I noticed you were trying to wheedle into my baby niece's life. She's five months old, for heaven's sake, and already she's wanting to hold you, touch you, scroll you, chew you. Like I say, your neediness has become a bit of an issue. So me and thee... Sometimes we can spend a whole eight hours together. That's 50% of my entire waking hours, half my actual life. I'm not going to get those hours back. I've frittered them away. And recently I started to add up the hours and it made me scared. Scared of the things I won't have done, the sights I didn't see, the moments that passed me by and the people I neglected to spend time with. Those Twitter followers, well, they're all well and good. Those Facebook friends are lovely and I adore my Instagrammers. But I need to commit time to the real people in my life. The flesh and blood ones, those closest to me, those who often sit in the same room as me, thumbing their phones while I thumb you. <sighs> I'm breaking up with you so I can commit to them. And I don't want this to be a character assassination, but you might need to take a hard, good long hard look at yourself and what you've become. You know, an all-consuming, attention-seeking flirt, a pick-teaser. Look at me, let me show you this, look at this funny cat. Ultimately, it's your possessiveness that's driven me away. You're controlling and I need to do something to wrestle my life back. So I'm proposing that we cool it. As I said at the start, it's not a lack of love. I love you. I will always love you. But I need some time and space to get my head together. I'm suggesting we cut down our time together by 75%. I already know I'll miss you and I'm certain I'll be tempted. So it's got to be mutual. You've got to agree to me switching off all notifications and all alerts, deleting a swathe of apps, living 75% in airline mode, and 
I'm not sure how to say this. We can't sleep together anymore. No more between the sheets action. That no more between the sheets action, sorry. That bit's over for good. I know. I'm so sorry. I can actually feel tears welling. You're going to have to agree to sleep on the sofa or in the spare room. Or if you prefer, I can put you in the drawer with Cody in the kitchen. <sighs> but you can't be the last thing I see at night and the first thing my bleary eyes lock onto in the morning. It's just not healthy. You say you're all about freedom. But you're not. I feel trapped. You say you're all about connection. But you're not. I feel lonely. I've got a life that needs living fully. That means I'm truly committed to less you time and more me time. Because I know, sorry, because I know that a better me is the key to better relationships with my family and friends. Dear smartphone, thanks for the memories. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 